0: Hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler
1: Podcast, a weekly travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. I'm your host, Brandy Sharman. We're smack dab in the middle of wave season, that time of year where cruise lines pull out all the stops and deals to entice you to book your next cruise. So on our podcast this week, we've invited the cruise guru himself, David Yeskel, to join us. He just got back from sailing on msc seascapes inaugural sailing and on virgin voyages valiant lady so in about 10 minutes time we'll get a review of both msc cruises and virgin voyages plus ken stewart from crowfoot travel solutions will be along later in the podcast to give us a few destination ideas and travel deals with our weekly roundup But first, let's kick things off chatting with travel expert Onanta Forbes. She joins us each week to review some of the travel news and travel trends. You can follow her on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Onanta Forbes. Onantaforbes.com is her website. Interesting story that uh, came out last week with Carnival uh, Cruises. And their welcoming letter, their welcome aboard letter, not only does it welcome them aboard, but it reminds them to behave and warns them about unruly behavior. An interesting, uh, interesting topic. I see. It seems to me we're seeing more and more of this. Uh, people, I don't know what it is. They just don't know. They just forget their manners, or they think they just because they're paying for something, they have a right to. Go over the top? I don't know. What do you
2: think? Well, I think some people blame it on the drink packages, while others, particularly in the case of Carnival, suggest that the line is offering rock bottom prices in order to fill their ships and attract and maybe attract people that aren't used to being on a cruise and the limitations that, you know, that may carry because um, it's expressed well in their statement. It says that experience has taught us that everyone has a better time when children are supervised noise in the hallway is kept to a minimum guests follow cues and that the spirit of community and neighborliness is shown. So it would think that's just simple common courtesies, but it seems that many people are routinely ignoring them.
1: Mm -hmm. And all it takes is one, right? Right. To ruin a a holiday for everyone. And when you've got 5,000 passengers on board, Chances are you're going to run into one. Yeah. Hopefully not. I've never experienced it though. Have you, have you run into someone who, I mean, you see people that kind of, they're a little bit kind of rude, but they've never been personally rude to me or, or anything like that, but.
2: Not personally rude to me, but definitely seeing the evidence. In fact, this, this person was so, um, had so much ill, like no, not respectful behavior to, the general public that when she disembarked the ship, uh, people cheered.
1: <laughs> and now you know what I just jarred my memory. <laughs> I remember when I was a crew member on uh, when I was working in the cruise lines, there was a lot of incidents. Yeah. So I, I mean, I could fill a whole hour of examples. So uh, I take my statement back. I seen it when I was a crew member, not so much. Uh, and I am thinking more uh, on an aircraft because it's happening on aircraft, true or two. Uh, unruly passengers. Uh, it seems to be that you see a story almost every week about uh, someone getting, uh, you know, their behavior uh, on an aircraft. Uh, I've never seen it on an aircraft is, I guess is what I was thinking about, but yeah, I can give you countless examples on a cruise ship. Right.
2: And they're saying that the examples of misconduct on airplanes um, are like three main causes, smoking, aggression, and alcohol. And mm-hmm. so the crew is free to take, um, the most appropriate immediate measures. So a warning, refusal to board, forced disembarkation, and immobilization of the passenger, or even diversion of the aircraft. And that happened to me because there's, um, we were heading to San Francisco, and there it's a two-seat um, two configuration, two-three. Mm-hmm. And behind us, there was a general that was kind of, sharing some inappropriate comments to a lady beside him so the plane actually got diverted to reno and the police came on board and took him off so
1: I I think I would just be so mad if I was on a flight that got diverted because someone was misbehaving.
2: Right. It's just not appropriate. And, you know, there are serious consequences. Like in Mm -hmm. France, this can range from a simple fine to a prison sentence um, where there's violence. And Ryanair is thinking of removing the sale of alcohol on board because that really has stemmed a lot of bad behavior. Um, they also, an airline can also have an option of blacklisting a passenger, banning him and her from flying on board for a certain period, uh, period of time. And then the FFA has become stricter since COVID happened, because a lot of this mm-hmm. started with people not wanting to mask, with the scale yeah. of penalties, um, which fines are up to $35,000. So it's it's scary. Like, I wouldn't want to be landed with that because that could bankrupt yeah. some people.
1: Well, uh, to me, like, uh, throw the book at them. Yeah. Like, if you can't behave yourself uh, on an aircraft or a cruise ship or whatever, uh, just throw the book at them. Uh, you know, as far as cruise ships, they can disembark people. I know that the ships that I, were on, I was on, they had a brig, so they can literally throw you in jail on a ship until they get you to a port. Yeah. And then uh, disembark you at your expense, um, and I'm surprised. Getting back to the serving of alcohol, I'm surprised more airlines uh, continue to do it. If that's the issue, then just stop doing it.
2: Right, right. I think that's going to be maybe um, something that will happen in the future. Um, and you know, it's it's not only on airlines and on cruise ship, but even the happiest place on earth um, has taken to adding this on their a uh, section getting ready for your visit to Walt Disney World it's titled courtesy and what their statement is, is be the magic you want to see in the world you must always remember to treat others with respect kindness and compassion those who can't live up to this simple wish may be asked to leave Walt Disney uh, World Resort so no kidding around even Mickey's putting down some you know laws
1: <laughs> don't don't upset mickey right <laughs> <laughs> and so like what do you what do you do when you're in that situation I, I guess you know tell the staff of what you saw or what you heard or whatever and let them handle it don't get involved right
2: no um i would say not because you don't want it to escalate where you're involved or it mm. becomes like a brawl on board because we have yeah. definitely seen social media um take you know, take these videos and share it. And it looks really quite scary and it's not necessary, but yeah. Tell the uh, cabin crew what's going on and they will address the situation because they're trained in these
3: yeah, situations.
2: Exactly. Whereas, you know, everyday people, um, it, emotions will take over at the end of mm-hmm. the day because if they're sniping and yelling and so on, and then you don't want any kids to be involved.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mind your p's and q's, and bring your manners wherever you go. Right? Just good advice,
2: just like Mom taught you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Onanta Forbes is a travel expert. You can follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Onanta Forbes. Onanta Forbes dot com is her website. It's always great to chat with you, Onanta. Oh, by the way, we should remind people next week you're going to be in Hawaii, the
2: Big Island. I can't wait. We leave. Um early in the week and we'll be spending all of next week hopefully it'll be great weather no rain because i think Mm -hmm. there's going to be some cold temperatures here
1: i think we're expecting it but uh (laughs) yeah so we'll be we'll look forward to uh hearing all about hawaii next week
2: looking forward to it
1: Well, we're still in the middle of wave season, so we're going to talk about cruising and two cruise lines in particular, MSC Cruises and Virgin Voyages. And whenever we do talk about cruising, there's nobody better to do that than the cruise guru himself, David Yeskel. He just got back from sailing on MSC Seascapes inaugural sailing and on Virgin Voyages, Valiant Ladies. So David joins us now to give us his thoughts on both MSC Cruises and Virgin Voyages. You can follow him on Twitter at Cruise Guru and his website is OceanCruise.Guru. Hi, David. Hey, Randy. Uh, We're going to be uh, talking about MSC Cruises and Virgin Cruises. Uh, It seems to me that they're uh, both kind of stepping up their game, looking to get a bigger piece of the cruising pie. Is that what you found out?
3: Yeah, they are, Randy. Both two very interesting products, um, not as well known among consumers, but uh, both growing rapidly and and very different and interesting.
1: Well, let's talk about MSC Cruises first. What did you find uh, that stood out for you?
3: So I was on the brand new MSC Seascape, which is their newest ship, just launched from Miami in December. I was on the inaugural voyage. Gorgeous, you know, flashy, beautiful ship, a lot of Italian design touches aboard, which I really liked. Um, I mean, the the founding family and controlling family is Italian and and they have a hand in helping design the ship. So uh really great looking. Uh, the ships literally sparkle the 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 atrium. There are six Swarovski crystal line staircases in the atrium. And it's just gorgeous. And so the ship's a lot of fun. Large mega ship competes with, you know, other contemporary cruise lines in their niche, um, Carnival, Royal Caribbean and Norwegian. So they've got all the top deck uh, amusements you'd expect, the water park, water slides. Uh, They've also got this cool amusement park right on the top deck called Robotron it kind of reminds me of a transformer that's gone wild and you can ride that <laughs> um so great looking ship um best cuisine i would consider the best cuisine in their contemporary segment um a lot of shellfish homemade pastas complex pastries and the best pizza by the slice uh, i've ever had on any cruise line so oh my yeah. so um yeah interesting interesting all around it, it must
1: like i don't know you do a lot of cruises does at some point every ship seem alike? <laughs> like how do you? Like it must be very difficult when you're designing these things and the programs to go. Well, how are we going to do different than all the rest? Right?
3: You know, they are all different in a way. Um, you know, this is this is actually the fourth ship in this class for MSC. So they built three others uh, in this class. This is the fourth, and those they look pretty much the same with different design touches, but. On each one, they up the game a little bit, like this one that's Robotron on the top deck, maybe a couple of different lounges, uh, different type showroom and, and new shows. So so they they really do make them different, even ships within the same class. Mm-hmm. And um something really cool that that MSC is doing is they have a ship within a ship um product called MSC Yacht Club. So the best way I could describe this is the best analogy I could use is you know, in Las Vegas, on the top of Mandalay Bay. The top four floors are a Four Seasons Hotel, ah. separate entrance, separate pool, separate restaurant. You can just go into the Four Seasons, stay in your bubble or come down into Mandalay Bay, enjoy all the showrooms, uh, you know, all the restaurants there, and then go back into your serene bubble. MSC Yacht Club is the same way. On a, on a mass market, or contemporary ship, it's a, a luxury bubble that takes up the top three decks of the ship. A, a dedicated restaurant, lounge, pool deck, everything you need is there and you could stay within your bubble or you could go out and explore the rest of the ship and then come back into this key card protected area that's your, your luxury bubble with your butler and everything that goes with it on the top <laughs> of the ship. So, So it's pretty cool.
1: It's kind of like a gated community on the on cruise ship, right? It, <laughs> it is like a gated community. You
3: know what? It, you know what it really is, Randy. It's really the return of class based cruising. Yeah. Call it. They don't call it that, but it's first no. class and second class. But, yeah. but that's really but, what it is.
1: But and really, like uh, we're joking about. It, but it, yeah. but if you want to spend the extra money and get that, why not?
3: Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's great for. Uh, I saw multi generational families in yacht clubs, so the grandparents can just hang out in yacht club the parents the kids can go out and enjoy all the the you know the top deck amusements on the ship they get together for dinner wherever and then come back together in yacht club so it, it's a nice option and it is priced below where the equivalent um luxury cruise would be like a seaborne or a silver sea so those start out at about 500 per day per person MSC's Yacht Club, from what I've looked at, starts out at about 350 per day per person. So it's significantly below the other luxury, pro- pure luxury products in the cruise industry. Mm-hmm. But you still get unlimited alcohol, um, unlimited Wi-Fi. You have a butler, you have a gourmet restaurant. So, so it really is a good value proposition and perfect for multi-generational families who, who have different interests.
1: And if you go down into the common area, which is what I'm going to call uh, first rule of yacht club, you don't talk about yacht club.
3: (laughs) Right, exactly. You don't
1: let anybody know where you're from. Let's talk now about Virgin Voyages. I've always kept my eye on this because I always think Richard Branson, we were talking about how things, uh, how cruise lines can do things differently. It seems like he's been spot on about uh, doing things differently with the uh, Virgin Voyages.
3: Yeah, you know, so Branson's brands are always different. They're they're edgy, they're cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like Virgin Atlantic, Virgin Hotels. Um so w- what they what they did is is Virgin really reimagined the entire cruise experience. And it's different in every way. It, from everything from checking in on the app to the guests who are called sailors to this clever wordplay aboard um everything's cleverly named, like shore excursions are shore things the uh, <laughs> The gym is called b complex um and because it 's eighteen and over only randy it's it's like summer camp for adults, but with a provocative <laughs> but with a provocative twist so um for instance on the uh, on the deck there's day beds and cabanas and so many more of them than any other cruise line has, and they 're all free to use um no reservation necessary. There are swings out on deck, so it, it's fun. It's playful. The uh, the provocative part is in uh, there. There's a nod to traditional cruises in that there's a bingo program, but it's run by a drag queen. <laughs> and the and the, the, uh, the The ice cream The ice cream parlor is named "Lick Me Till Ice Cream." Things oh like gosh. that that are <laughs> going right, appeal to appeal to yeah. to adults it's edgy the entertainment's cool they they have these wild circus acrobatic shows um and more drag queens and other shows, so it's certainly not for everybody, but it is edgy it's interesting um you know people from big cities i'd recommend uh it's a very LGBTQ friendly cruise product um it has a lot going for it. And and it's, like I say, it's just totally different than any other, any other cruise product out there. And it was designed to be like that.
1: Well, it certainly does. And yeah, I I suppose if you're, if you're tired of the same old thing and want something different, this is the way to go. And, and people, like you said, must keep in mind that it is adults only. Right. So, I mean, when you say that uh, be prepared for what you're, you're
3: going to see. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's funny in, in the vein of summer camp for adults, there is a a video arcade with all these retro games and they're free to play um air hockey they have air hockey there shuffleboard all free to play with another big game area we can check just play all kinds of other board games and <laughs> and they're all free to take and next to that is a counter called carnival eats and you can get hot dogs and pretzels there and there's candy <laughs> and that's all free so so it's cool and some of the entertainment aboard just happens organically like you're in a lounge All of a sudden, some entertainers will come in and start dancing and singing, and they're good, and and they're really professional-level entertainers. So um, it's very interesting. And they have the uh, the, the only – by the way, the only tattoo parlors at sea are (laughs) on Virgin Voyages. They're called Squid Ink. And um, they only operate while the ship is at sea and moving. So how do you like that for a risky Yeah, yeah do yeah.
1: that on a rough, uh, rough <laughs> right, ocean, on a rough, right?
3: on a rough sea day. And they were busy. Every time I looked in, they were busy. There were people in there getting- And these are cats. real
1: tattoos. They're not like- uh... these, these are
3: real. These are not henna tattoos. These are yeah. real tattoos. And it's the only cruise line that allows their crew to have visible tattoos and piercings. So it's, it kind of follows in the edgy virgin theme in that way.
1: Well, I suppose if you wanted something to remember your cruise by, getting a tattoo would certainly work, right? It,
3: it certainly worked, and there were people doing just that. <laughs>
1: and and like seems to me like Virgin, they're they're more into the all in pricing, right? There's no yacht club on Virgin, right? Or There's no there?
3: yacht club. There's no yacht club. There is a suite area, so the suites cost more, and you do have a private pool there. But mm-hmm. otherwise, everything else is open to everyone. And by the way, they include Wi-Fi in the fares. Um, they include tips in the fairs. Drinks are not included, but tips are included. Wi-Fi is included, and all restaurants included. So there are no upcharges for any restaurants, and they're all they're all essentially specialty restaurants. It's a Korean Mexican restaurant, steakhouse, um, a cool restaurant called Test Kitchen that uh, uses molecular gastronomy, and it's a, it's a great meal and interesting concept. And so those are all included too, and it makes it, it makes it more fun because you don't have to worry about being nickled and dimed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're not watching your account go up and up and up every day, when right. you log in right. or something. And they only right. have two ships now. They got two more coming. Uh, so, so what's the demographic like? Uh, it sounds like it would cater to a more younger crowd, but you never know. Like,
3: yeah, you you, you would think it'd be all hipsters, right? But but it's not. Yeah. Um, there were all ages on my sailing. Every from you know twenties into the seventies. <laughs> and, you know, when I talked to people who, uh, you know, just asked them, you know, why'd you choose, why'd you choose this cruise? How'd you choose Virgin? Mm-hmm. They all said, you know, we'd heard about it. or We like Branson's brands and we wanted to try something different. And, and all of them I talked to and we're enjoying it. You know, for some people, they said, oh, it's a little edgy for us, but, mm-hmm. but we get it, we get it. And, and it's cool and it's different. And, and when I asked if they would do it again, they said, yes, they would. So, uh, so i think it's a it's a good thing for the brand it's a good thing for cruising um the two ships currently operating scarlet lady and valiant lady are the same ship format mm-hmm. two being built resilient lady and brilliant lady come out in the next year or two are same ship so it'll be you know minor differences but otherwise the same ship mm-hmm. about mid-size 2700 guests uh, maximum which is a good size and um As you'd expect from a Virgin brand, plenty of great musical entertainment aboard. And and like I say, the shows are even different and and a lot of fun.
1: What about some of the itineraries uh, does Virgin go? I mean, with two ships, you're kind of limited, are you not?
3: Yeah, so they're sailing in the winter. Both ships now are in the Caribbean. Uh, Mm -hmm. One ship does four, five, and six days. The other ship does seven days and some eight-day cruises. Um, So one ship stays in the Caribbean. The other will go to Europe in the summer and do the Med. So um, as they grow their fleet, they'll have, you know, more ships and be able to spread out more. But for now, it's the Caribbean in winter, mid um, and uh, northern Europe in, in summer.
1: Were both ships, uh, both brands fully booked? Uh... Um, the
3: ship, the, the, the cruise I was on was not fully booked. It was uh, January 8th. So, so this is a slow time in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, this is right after New Year's and the holidays. People are tapped out. So um, there, this ship was only about half capacity. Uh, just because of the timing and that was pretty much same for everybody else in the industry at that time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a good time to take a cruise though. <laughs> yeah. It's a great time to <laughs> take a cruise. If you don't like cruise. the crowds. Well, that's great. Uh, David Yesko's yeah. is uh, a cruise guru. You can follow all his adventures on Twitter at cruise guru. You can check out his uh, website to oceancruise.guru. I always love chatting about cruising with you, David. Thanks for doing this.
3: Thanks, Randy. It's fun.
1: This is the Informed Traveler podcast. I'm Randy Sharman. just want to remind you of our website, theinformedtraveler.org. That's where you'll find our contact page if you have any questions or comments about the podcast. You can also email me with any questions you may have. My email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also check out our weekly blog, 5 Questions With... It's where we take some of the interviews from our weekly guests and transcribe it into five questions. Our latest one is with last week's guest, Marin MacArthur, CEO of Lynx Air. Again, you can find it on our blog page, on our website, theinformedtraveler.org. And if you want to get up-to-date travel info through the week or just see a few amusing travel stories and links, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash or you can follow me on Twitter at informed traveler so now as always like to end the show with our weekly roundup and joining us to do that like he does each week is ken stewart from crowfoot travel solutions good day sir
0: hi randy hello everyone and uh happy long weekend hopefully you're doing something exciting or at least spending some time with your family and and doing something it's a Good opportunity and a well-earned break that I know I'm looking forward to the next couple of days.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while. The last holiday we had was New Year's. Yeah. it's been a long stretch. Anyways.
0: Uh, Yeah, no, it was great to have lunch with you this past week. Uh, Mm. We're at the AM Resorts, uh, uh, hosted with the... dreams and sunscape property representatives from mexico and west Jet. uh they were doing road shows all across canada and uh one of the hotels particularly that stood out for me i don't know what you what was the dreams natura and the pictures of the on-site zip line and the water park that yeah it looked that really resort. uh
1: really interesting um, all they had was a photo. So it was just like a little tease. They should have had exactly. a video or something of it,
0: but it still looked really good. And I know Carl, yeah. the uh, representative for AMS said when he was there, he went up, went down, went back up again, <laughs> went down, went back up again, went down. And the cool thing about that is it's all included in your package when you're staying there, which is really, really cool. So mm-hmm. no extras or anything to do any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and another one that was there was a the Sunscape of Stappa. And I was there a couple of years back. And there were some of the best French fries that I've ever had at their poolside grill. And I'm you were telling anyway. me about this. Tell me what <laughs> yeah, they do to make yeah. them so good. Well, like I say, the girl at the beach bar, she would kind of deep fry them a little bit, mm-hmm. then take them out, and then when people came up to order some, she put them back in for about another thirty seconds. or So and it just really crisped the outside, but the inside was still nice and moist. Oh nice, yeah. Nice and, and again, you know, hot French fries are always really, really good. Uh, they were my nemesis there, right there that I put on a few pounds having those every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And the uh, AIM Resorts, uh, Secrets, uh, which we did a couple weeks ago and talked about, and Dreams and Sunscape, uh, these are all popular names for the, especially in the all-inclusive sun destinations. And as Carlo mentioned, they're starting to have some come over in uh, Europe, like around Spain, mm-hmm. uh, Corfu and Crete are going to have a couple as well when you're, you know, touring those countries over there in Europe, keep them in mind. And now they're all under the Hyatt brand or the Hyatt family. So if you're already a Hyatt member from staying at their different hotels and everything now, a lot of the all-inclusives now are included so you can earn points for your stays you can actually use your points for some of your stays and uh, sometimes if you're a member there's some extras included that are in your stay as well so and again if you're not a hyatt member it's it's like everything just like all the airlines uh it's easy to do sign up and it's free for you to do so again you can earn points on your vacation
1: yeah if you if you know that that's the place you're going to and you're not a member sign up because they can exactly. those
0: points, right? Exactly. And same with yeah. the airline. Make sure you've got all those frequent flyer numbers. Or they're free. I know my grandkids have six airlines already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're starting to see a lot of vacation packages and airfares being loaded into the system for next fall and winter season already, which is really, really great. Uh, bookings are starting off really great, if, especially if we leave all the posts that are on the different travel agent sites that we belong to. Uh, just a tip, airlines usually start listing their flights and pricing about 11 months out. Mm, so whether okay. you're just doing an airfare or you're doing a package or whatever, uh, you can start booking as early as that. And sometimes even earlier, if you're a frequent flyer, like we just mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times uh, clients I've had uh, tell me that they can get in actually almost a year out if you're doing it as a frequent flyer through your online system. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So again, yeah. always booking booking earlier is always usually better.
1: You get what you want instead of waiting.
0: And especially in the last couple of years when we're not seeing any real sales or <laughs> last minutes or anything like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Globus Tours, again, great company with adventures all around the world. I think Italy is the place for you to be. Right now, until uh, February 28th, for all new 2023 adventures with them, you could save $400 a couple, which is, again, something you could spend on something else. Always good mm-hmm. to
1: do. Every dollar counts.
0: Exactly, exactly. And you're probably seeing and hearing lots of ads for Disneyland's 100th birthday celebrations. Uh, that all started back on January 27th. It's going all throughout the year. <clears throat> you can build your package for any number of days that you want. Uh, but while you're there and looking at Disneyland, uh, think about Orange County in this running area and then a couple of days, maybe you want to go to Universal Studios, uh, take a day trip or maybe even spend a couple of days. Cause it's only a couple hours down the road in San Diego mm-hmm. where they've got the San Diego zoo, world famous, they've got SeaWorld, uh, Legoland kind of halfway between the two and the San Diego Safari park. And, uh, don't forget too, when you're down there either in Anaheim or in San Diego, you want to throw in a day on the beach
1: of co- yeah like there's so much to do there it's amazing so uh, yeah plan accordingly
0: cool. you could you could you could spend a whole whole week 10 days down there easy without a problem no mm-hmm. problem And when we think and talk about uh, river cruises, Disney, as we just mentioned, is not one who usually pops up in our minds. But just a reminder, they do have some great river cruises over in Europe and different areas of the world uh, with the whole family in mind because they're geared again to the family product uh, because that's what they're all about. So it's a great one, uh, you know, to maybe consider for first-time cruisers if you want to take the whole family on a cruise. Uh, New bookings for 2024 can save you up to $750 a person. Wow. And also they have their Adventures by Disney which is uh, a land product so again some great land packages all around the world where you can do some of the exciting places like Machu Picchu and uh, all these kind of bucket list things and uh, i can't think of a better way to do it than with the whole family i think oh be yeah really cool. absolutely yeah then they can cross it off their list early <laughs> <laughs> you know world river cruises and i've had the uh, lucky to be sailing on them a couple of times again, i again want you to sail on them as well And new bookings for them by February 28th for 2023 sailings, seeing you save as much as $750 through $2,000 per person, depending on your
1: cruise choice. Holy cow. Wow, that's a big saving. Every dollar counts, and that's a lot of dollars. Exactly,
0: exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And we talk about a lot about this and we're just seeing a lot of it. So that's why I want to mention it again. If you've got a large family, uh, maybe between your brothers and sisters combined, you're 10 plus people. I know just your family and my family pretty close to doing that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of doing multi-generational family travel with grandma and grandpa, and their kids and their kids' kids traveling. And like I say, we're seeing a lot of those bookings and, and I know we've had a lot in our office and, and again, seeing posts about that. Uh, maybe it's 10 or more of your favorite friends or couples that you wouldn't mind spending some time with. And again, it can be an all-inclusive, could be a cruise, uh, maybe adventure like in Costa Rica or Europe or Africa, even for a safari. Mm-hmm. Or if you've got an idea, give us a call or request a group code. We'll put it together for you if it's possible and see what you can save. And a lot of times you can earn freebies in these. So you can keep it at the cost so you can keep it for yourself or you can be like Randy. You can be that nice guy. <laughs> and you're going to share it with the group so that everybody saves some more money.
1: That's me, Mr. Dice Guy.
0: (laughs) And again, we thank you each week for listening, but keep an ear out uh, because on the show in the next week or so, we hope to have all the information coming out for our first group trip coming up to the uh, Riviera Maya at the Sandus Caracol Resort in the fall. And it's going to fall over their Day of the Dead Festival. Which is a really cool week, three mm-hmm. days with everybody dressing up, the festivities, celebrating, face painting, all, just all kinds of stuff. And it's great for families, as well as couples, because at the Sandals Care Club, they have an adult only section as well, too. So we're going to invite everybody along. So hopefully we'll have that information and we'll talk about it here and we'll have it posted on our uh, Facebook pages and websites for you.
1: Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Exactly. exactly,
0: And we've had to use it a few times lately or whatever. We always talk about the importance of having travel insurance,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: especially still when so many uh, more reasons to have it and if needed to be able to use it. Uh, again, I relate back to it with the chaos that we had back before Christmas, which wasn't all that long ago. <laughs> we still don't remember it. Uh, again, those with insurance were well looked after and those who didn't. Uh, It was a tough situation for them. So, again, Mm -hmm. you really need to ask yourself, can I not afford to protect myself when I'm traveling away from home?
1: Well, it's like we always say, or I always say anyways, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Always have that discussion, at least, with your travel agent. And if you want to have that discussion, what's the toll-free number?
0: Uh, one 877 511 5511 relax it's all taken care of indeed sir have a great weekend everyone
1: and that is our show for this week if you have comments or questions we'd love to hear from you you can let me know by sending me an email at randy at the informed traveler dot org. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. You can check out our website too, theinformedtraveler.org In the meantime, thanks for listening, travel safe, and be an informed traveler.